Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of A Day in the Life of Zori podcast. Thank you so much. I am your host, Zori. Welcome to another episode of Mayhem. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today is September 29th. It is Friday the 29th. I cannot believe we're at the end of September. It's bananas, but here we are. Thank you so much for tuning in. So picking up from last time, um, September, fall, all the fabulous things that come in September, including my birthday. Um, So last weekend, I just celebrated my 38th birthday on the 24th, and it has been an absolute whirlwind. Around my birthday, I tend to get um, very emotional and introspective, just really in my feelings, and I don't know if it's a Libra thing or if it's just a birthday thing, because it does happen to me more than just my birthday. Um, But, you know, turning 38 came with a fantastic experience. Um, I was gifted a head spa. I was also gifted my very first Ugg boots and um yeah it's just been like a whirlwind of just relaxation and self-love and just amazing things so first and foremost I would like to thank the man upstairs G-O-D God Jesus the Lord um the almighty right for giving me another year of life I think that with every passing year we cherish or should learn to cherish so much more the important things in life like family, love, friendship, relationships, um, our growth and development, our self-love and all the beautiful things that we're gifted on a daily basis. So thank you God for another beautiful year. I ask that you help me to celebrate another fantastic year full of victories and successes and opportunities um, and just filled with love, joy, blessings and just happiness all around, right? Health, all the wonderful things that we desire and hope for in our lives. Um, But all right, so on to my experience um, at the head spa. So shout out to my girl, Jen, and she is at the, um, the head spa beauty and sculpt CT. Um, She's actually located out of Scarlet's beauty bar over on the Berlin Turnpike in Newington. And Dude, the experience is just magnificent, right? So it's just like pampering for your head. Um, it's an all-inclusive, just wonderful experience. If you like people playing with your hair or getting head massages, neck massages, this is the thing for you, okay? And I'm going to tell you why. It is just super relaxing. So she, like, massages your scalp with all kinds of, you know, different tools, you know, from her hands to different brushes and tools and combs and things like that. Um, She washes and rinses your hair with several different products to kind of strip away all the chemicals and gunk that we put into our hair. And then she finishes everything with a calming, soothing set of natural oils that are... um, placed on your head so your hair is completely stripped and washed of everything and then she puts on these beautiful wonderful smelling natural oils to kind of help soothe your scalp and kind of help it come back to its natural balance so I did that on Friday and I had no immediate plans to go anywhere until Sunday morning for church so I left my hair with no product no nothing no further washing until Sunday morning in which I just 
wet my hair and then threw a very minimal amount of product in to get the curls to kind of do their thing um, and come together. But my head felt so good and my hair felt so soft and my curls are popping more than ever um, in the last several years as, as of this experience. Um, Jen was wonderful. She's very soothing. She's very um, informative before you even get started. You know, she asked if you have any allergies and have any particular areas of concern, you know, all the, all the things. So I love, love, loved it and thought that it was great beyond the fact that it's pampering and soothing. I love massages. I love, you know, people messing with my hair. I love all these things. Okay. Things that induce relaxation, I'm all about. Um, I know that's not everybody's cup of tea. It is 100% my, my realm. If you want to gift me something, let it be something relaxing, okay? Let it be, you know, something relaxing, something massaging, something, you know, relax-inducing. I'm all for that. So this was just a great introduction into my weekend. I was babysitting this past weekend, so I did... After having wonderful relaxation, then I had four little kids in my house. Well, three little kids and my, my teenager in the house. But, I, you know, the kids were great. We slept great. Fun time. And then, of course, we go to church on Sunday, do our thing. My nieces, you know, just showered me with love. My family, my kids, my husband showered me with love. Um, and we have some additional things pending, you know, some additional outings and things to do for my birthday to do, but I did get my first pair of Uggs, and I'm not going to lie, it took until my 30s for me to fall into um, the Croc appeal, right? Crocs, like, now own my life. I love my Crocs. I live in them um, every chance that I get. If Crocs were allowed as a professional shoe, I would 100% wear my clog Crocs to work. Um, so my daughter has been obsessed with Uggs, and she is dying to get some Uggs, right? So... In lieu of her getting them for herself, she got them for me. Um, different model or style than the ones she wants, but damn, those things are comfortable. And then, of course, this week got super cold. So I was like, these Uggs are coming in clutch for my toes because I do not like having cold feet. And they have just been super comfy and cozy for my feet. So I look forward to colder weather because I'm going to be rocking my Uggs. Um... Yeah, so, you know, this was the introduction to my birthday. So additionally, on birthday weekend usually comes a event that I am very, very fond of and absolutely love. So I'm going to share a couple of things with you about me and about things that I love and am passionate about and would like to spread the word about. So my sister and I were able to volunteer through our jobs at um, an event that's called Stand Down CT. Um, it is a event created for um, veterans, so anyone that has served or is currently serving our um, armed forces, any of the, um, what do you call them? I want to say chapters, but I know it's not the right thing. Any of our military armed forces, right? So whether it's the Army, Navy, Marines, you name it, Air Force, whatever, any of those, um, it's entirely for our veterans. So, um, this event is created to provide services um, such as services around medical checkups, dental checkups. Um, they usually offer like judicial services. DMV comes out. Um, all different kinds of 
you know, institutions and organizations come out to provide their services all in one-stop shop kind of deal. Um, the event runs from 9 to 2 p.m. And it's run actually over five different locations in the state of Connecticut. We serve at the location in Rocky Hill because it's actually at the veterans, um, veterans of veterans office, the main veterans office in Rocky Hill. So with that, you know, I've been doing this event for years and years and years. And my girl Dolly introduced me to it, um, ages ago. And it's just a fantastic event. I love giving back to all of our military and armed forces folks. I love being able to serve them in any way. So we serve in the food service. Um, so we provide them with a hot lunch. It's a hot meal, you know, with all you know, a nice hot lunch provided to all of them, completely free of charge. All of these services are free of charge. These are people donating their time, donating their services to all of the people from the military. So we are going in. It had just rained, so like the grounds were a little bit muddy, but that's cool. We, we dressed accordingly, whatever. Everything's outside. We go to the food services, and there's a bunch of kids sending up stuff, which is great, you know, and they love us. They see our Bank of America logo. Um, if I didn't say that, I work for Bank of America. Um, and, you know, they see our logo on our shirts, and they're like, I bank with you guys. They love, you know, seeing everybody that's serving. And as we thank them for their service, they're like, thank you for coming out and doing this and helping, um, you know, helping making this happen. So this year it was a little bit um scaled back in terms of some of the services. So we usually have somebody come do haircuts and stuff like that. They didn't have those kinds of services this time around. And I think it's just, it's the first one in person, full force post COVID. So it's been a, a little bit since they were able to pull all these resources, but we met, you know, one of the ladies that doesn't help organize it, but does actually work for veteran affairs. And, um, you know, it was just great to kind of hear from her and, and just know, you know, the impact and help that we were providing them. You know, we were packing over a thousand lunches and all kinds of stuff. So it's just great to, to be able to partner. Then we, we ended up being partnered up with a high schooler. He's a junior in high school, sweet as pie. You know, he's working on his Eagle Scout badge and was providing, you know, his volunteer hours there for the day. And it was just so cool to see just this conglomerate of different people come together for this particular event couple of the things that I hold dear um, of this particular event in specific one, I hold dear volunteerism. I think that giving back to your community is essential. Um, I think it makes us better contributing members of our society when we're able to give back and correctly um, and directly connect with the communities that we live in, work in and serve. Um, and I think it's imperative for us to kind of have a reality check every now and then and really see what's happening within our communities and what's happening with the people that live in our communities. Um, and to be able to see the ways that we can give back in impactful and meaningful ways. So that's my plug for volunteerism, regardless of where you work, what you do, where you study. Volunteerism is essential and it's not just something that you save for the holidays. It's not something you just do for Thanksgiving. It's something you do year round as frequently as possible. I am a high proponent of giving back in my community and doing anything that I can within my power. Um, I am grateful to work for a company that provides me with volunteer hours. Every month I get a day of volunteer hours um, allotted every single month of the year to be able to volunteer and do things even during my work day. Outside of that, they match um, the hours that I do and provide grants based on the number of hours of service that I'm able to provide to any organization that I choose. Um, so it's just a really well-rounded program that's been around forever as long as I've worked um, with this institution. 
And I, it's something that I deeply admire is the fact that they push for volunteerism, that they make it a goal, that they make it a notable point um, to give back to the community. Because I really do think it's essential that we understand the communities that we work in, live in, serve, that our kids go to school in, where their friends live. And um, this particular event just does that, right? It's it's military personnel that have, you know, given of their time, some of them have seen friends pass away as part of their service. And it's just something so completely rewarding. So it's almost like a selfish volunteerism, right? Because I'm giving of my time and energy, but in so much more do I receive just the impactful way of us giving even just something as small as packing their lunch um, and getting back just their gratitude and their stories and just being able to connect with all of these people is just something so incredibly rewarding. So shameless plug, right? If you are in Connecticut or anywhere nearby, or if you have an organization, something that does like the veteran affairs, wherever you're located, check it out and see if they offer something like the stand down event. Um, I know that it's more than just Connecticut that does an event like this. So absolutely, I would encourage you to seek it out and see what it is that you can do to partner with them um, and to provide your services as a volunteer because it's just, it's an amazing experience. You know, I've jokingly been, you know, quote unquote proposed to by little old men and I absolutely love, you know, their banter and chatter. And I just love, you know, they have just this innate, love of life and joy for life. And I think, you know, it, it comes as part of their experience from having served in the military and I just respect it, admire it. Um, and it just brings me so much joy to see them light up, you know, with the simplest things. So I absolutely love it. And I love that I get to be able to share it with someone like my sister. Um, then of course we, um, so that was a shameless plug for stand down, shameless plug for volunteerism. I think that volunteering is essential, as I said, and I think that if you aren't doing it enough, that you make it a note to make time for volunteerism. And one of the things that I can share as part of, you know, my efforts in volunteering and giving back to the community is that if you have kids or children that are around you, nieces, nephews, cousins, whatever it may be, kids look at our actions far more than they look at, you know, or listen to our words. And let's be real, sometimes it feels like we're talking to a wall and we kind of are. But your actions speak far louder and much more impactful than any words that you can really. I can tell my kid till I'm blue in the face that volunteerism and giving back and caring about your community and the people in your community is important. But if I do nothing to reflect that, those words are just baseless, right? They're just, they have no foundation to them. There is no value in them. It's just words. It's just air. But when I put myself out there to volunteer, to give back, to do things selflessly, um, for others without anything in return, um, not expecting anything in return, then I am speaking to my children in a way that is far more impactful. And as a result of all the things that my husband and I both do, because we are both very much into giving back to the community and serving others in any way that we can, right? Um, like my oldest has like a deep, deep, deep passion for homeless people. And, you know, she, likes to do things, you know, we make little care packages to hand out to the homeless in our area. Um, you know, if we have 
I, if I'm going out with her, I make a point to usually have cash on me because if we come across anyone that's homeless, she likes to give them money. Um, you know, and it's just something that's innately now in her. It's ingrained in her heart. Um, and it's something that I know she will continue to do and carry. Um, and I think that's really important. I think it's something so valuable and important to do. So that's just something to kind of keep in mind as we're going through, you know, the winter is coming and cold weather is coming. We make note to buy hats or gloves and have extra hand warmer packets and things in our car to just give away. And, and it's really just for the purpose of being able to give somebody a little something, you know, it, it doesn't have to be monetary. It doesn't have to be anything that you give away, you know, sometimes just lending someone a hand and helping them carry their bags, helping them, you know, get somewhere, helping them, you know, with a quick, you know, meal, a hot coffee, a smile. It, it, it really doesn't have to be anything huge. And I think she's learned, you know, sometimes, you know, it's like, well, honey, this is all I have, but we can do this and we can give them this as well, you know, and she realizes the value of, you know, just doing something impactful, doing something that matters and doing it with kindness and genuine, you know, generosity in your heart um, is really what, what matters. So, you know, with that, I'll leave you with those thoughts, right? You know, it's something that we, we like to teach our kids. And I think that they see it in us as an example um, of just being kind and generous and giving to others. And, you know, I, I'm one that like my kids do fundraisers, but I support just about every fundraiser that comes across my feed. I may not be able to buy, you know, $50, $80 a pop every single time, but I can buy something that's 10, 15 bucks and pitch in, you know, towards their goal. It's not going to kill me. I spend $10, $15 on crap anyway. So I might as well do it towards something that's, you know, impactful for a young, you know, kid, a young person that's going through and trying to do this fundraiser for some kind of goal, right? Um, I do that, you know, I do that with, with kids. And I say, you know, I support all kids as many as, as I can afford to support. Um, you know, we do. And, you know, this summer, we well, this spring and this summer, we adopted, quote unquote, adopted some kids through Compassion, um, the Compassion International program. And it's just, you know, it's something that just gives her that peace of mind and, and, and value and understanding that, you know, there's so many different situations, not just within our country, but outside of, you know, the United States. And I think that we sometimes forget how incredibly blessed and you know how incredibly spoiled we are with some of the things that we readily have at our fingertips and that you know that that does come at a price because it kind of puts these blinders on us as to what is happening um in other corners of our world other corners of the world um other corners of our community um you know we live in Connecticut which is quote unquote, a, a seemingly wealthy state, you know, for, for people when they consider where we live. But we also have some really um, impoverished communities. And, you know, my daughter goes to a school, it's in, it's in a larger city. So she goes to a magnet school in a larger city, but a lot of the population in her school comes from that city. And, um, you know, this year, the school wasn't able to provide, they use drawstring backpacks for school. And there was a, a ton of the kids you know, are just kind of fumbling around with books 
I bought like a 12 pack of freaking drawstring backpacks off of Amazon just because, right? I could have just bought her the one. I bought like a 12 pack and I said, here, bring this to your friends or anybody that you see that needs a backpack still at school. Um, you know, and she's handed out so many of them. I'm like, just keep like one or two spares for you because they're probably not the greatest quality, right? And if yours breaks and you have a backup, but the rest give away. I don't care. We don't need anything for them. Just give them away. Um, school supplies. I, we've already gone through this spiel. I sent extra school supplies. I asked the teachers if they need additional school supplies. I, you know, all the things. I am not, I, so I am a proponent. I, I want to save and I want to achieve, you know, financial goals and prosperity and things like that. But I will not do it at the cost of me sacrificing or being stingy with things that really don't freaking matter, right? So if I need to send in an extra 10 bucks to cover, you know, a, a classmate's supplies for the teacher, like, I will do that. I don't want a child to feel like they are inadequate at school because they don't have a freaking pencil. Like, I, my heart as a mother cannot accept that. And those are the ways that like, I will just flush out my money and just do whatever you need to do. I'll send you whatever I need to send to help bridge those gaps. Because I, I came from a family with not a lot of money, a lot of kids and not a lot of money. And thankfully, we always had, you know, what we needed, you know, and I, I give kudos to my mom for that, because she was like a financial guru to stretch every dollar as far as she possibly could to cover everything that we needed. And she was very strategic and, you know, planned everything um, accordingly. But it's just so crazy to me that people are like, oh, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to send any money. Well, your kid is in that classroom. So if the teacher is lacking in any materials, your kid is also going to suffer from that lack of materials, um, regardless of what you individually sent them in with, right? So if the teacher is missing X amount of things, you know, I, I am not in a place to be entitled and say, well, that teacher needs to give up her already minuscule salary to buy the supplies that other parents are unable to meet. Um, you know, and I think it's a fine line. And believe me, I know, you know, I, I've never been in a position where I feel like I'm being taken advantage of as a parent by a teacher, you know, when I provide my willingness to, to bridge those gaps, but I'm more than happy to kitchen and send things wherever necessary because I feel that it's my duty and I am a part of that community. My child is a part of that community. And if we can give back, even if it's just by a box of pencils, um, then we're going to do that because it it is an impactful and useful use of our resource and funds to be able to make sure that it's an equitable environment for everyone, not just my child. Um you know, and that's, this is just like the ramble of ideas and thoughts that happen in my brain, especially as I come across my birthday. Um, you know, you start to think about the things that really matter and the things that are really impactful and meaningful to me. And these are the things that I value and hold dear is volunteerism and giving back and community and just ensuring that, you know, I am making a meaningful, impactful, you know, impact and change in the community that I live in and reside and, you know, that I frequent. And I think that sometimes we forget about that and we just kind of live in our own little bubble. Um, So take this as your friendly awakening to, you know, be mindful of the community that you live in or the communities that you 
frequent yourself in and, you know, be thoughtful and impactful about the things that you want to do and wish to do um, and find meaningful ways to give back, whether it's with your time or resources, whatever it is, you know, find ways to give back. So just a FYI, kudos to you, but reminder, if you need to be awakened to break out of that bubble and do something that matters, do something kind and genuine and generous to a random stranger or to a community that you know needs it. Um, Yeah, so that's just my two cents on that. So anyway, the rest of the weekend was fantastic and fabulous, relaxing. It's been raining like hell the majority of the week. I'm kind of sick and tired of this rain, but you know, I guess we needed it. I don't think we need any more rain, but um, yeah, our puppy. uh, I think I told you guys that we got a puppy and he is sickies, but he's doing much better now and he is just a cuddle bunny. He likes to sleep just about all morning. He's a bum. I'm looking at him right now. He's just so cute. Um, Milo, my girls are obsessed. They love him so much and he's come to complete our family, I think. Um, On a different note, just a quick tidbit on me. I graduated this week as a intergenerational ambassador um, at my job. I am now an advocate for intergenerational acumen and knowledge, you know, keeping in mind that generational diversity is indeed a part of diversity and inclusion. And I don't know if you know this, but for the first time um, in quite some time, we actually have five generations in the workplace, um, all the way from the traditionalists to the baby boomers to Gen Xers to millennials to Gen Z. So we have quite a wide array of um, ages and generations. And with that come some difficulties and challenges, but more so beautifully, some beautiful opportunities that can come out of that. I think that if we really stop to analyze the generation that we're in and the approach that we take at life, at work, at professional careers, we can see the impact that the prior and future next generation um, have on us uh, oddly enough, we were having a discussion today, a coworker of mine and I, we live in different parts of the country and he is just slightly older than I am, but willfully a Gen Xer versus myself a millennial. And we were discussing just our different viewpoints on apps like TikTok and different social media. Um, and I, you know, I, I say maybe I'm a little bit less hesitant because we millennials kind of grew up with it all booming. And as teenagers, we we were we were wilding out online, um, doing some crazy things and you know, probably some reckless things and meeting and chatting with people and that we had no business chatting with. But as a result of that, I am also a much more diligent parent when it comes to my child and social media usage and what they do and what they share online, what, you know, who they connect with, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, it's a, it's a two edged sword. So, you know, we, we grew up a little bit more reckless and my mom was very diligent and watchful. So, you know, thankfully we, we didn't get super, super crazy, but we, 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 we still got a little bit reckless out there. Um, you know, as a result, I think it just, it, opened up our minds to the use of technology 
Um, so we're not as hesitant and so as some of the prior generations and maybe even some of the newer generations. I think that we see the beauty in, in technology and um, the advances that we can have. Of course, there's always risk associated with anything that we do. But I think we can always see the pros versus the cons much more strongly um, than other generations that surround us. So um, that was a fun kind of like thing. And I'm like, we're not really that far apart, but it's just enough where we see things slightly different in terms of our usage of certain things. Um, I am an avid TikToker. I live on TikTok. I think I get annoyed when I get things on, you know, friends or family will send me reels or Instagram, you know, things. And I'm like, dude, this is like a month old from TikTok. Like this is just recycled TikToks at this point. Um, so it's funny, you know, cause it's just like a vast amount of information just zooming at you at all times. Anyway, um, enough rambling for me today. I think that we'll call this my birthday episode because it's just all things that I love and care for and look forward to. Um, Get out there, volunteer, give back, give your time, give your resources, energy, whatever it is that you can afford to give. Um, I promise you that you will not regret it, that you will feel rewarded and fulfilled. And I think that the world could use a lot more giving been taking. Um, there's a lot of people around us that are hurting or in need and really, really could benefit from somebody like you to give their time, effort, energy, whatever it is into the world and the community that you live in. So with that, friends, thank you so, so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for sticking with me, your positivity, your continuous listening. I appreciate it. I look forward to growing this podcast further and broadening my reach. Um, Until next time, thank you so much. Have a great day. God bless. Have a wonderful weekend. May it be less rainy next time. Bye.